From the Shepherd House International in Georgetown, Guyana, Bishop Victor Connors Asabre, anointed by God, will inspire you with rare and down-to-earth but provoking teachings from the Word of God to love the Lord deeply and to devote yourself to His work. Discover how God can change your life and ministry forever. Now, here is Bishop Collins. speak to us, you help us, you teach us, you lead us. Let us not leave your presence the same as we came. In Jesus' name, somebody said amen. May we sit at place in the presence of the Lord. Philippians chapter 2, and let's read from verse 1. Philippians chapter 2, and from verse 1 Philippians chapter 2 from verse 1. The Bible says that if there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the spirit if any bowels um, and mercies fulfill you my joy that you be like minded having the same love being of one accord of one mind let nothing be done through strife of vain glory but in lowliness of mind let each esteem someone say esteem let each esteem other better than themselves better than themselves so we're looking at others do you remember I think we did um, a few Tuesdays ago. We've been doing doing others and, and, and self, isn't it? We're trying to look at, you know, is it about others or is it about self? The Bible says, and I will always say and will continue to emphasize on the fact that the only major difference between um, us becoming like God and becoming like Jesus and if you want to call it becoming perfect is, is the ability to, to live our lives according to the Bible. Are you with me? We would never be close to what God wants us to be if we do not look at the Bible and practice verbatim what the Bible says. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. Yeah. Practice verbatim what the Bible says. The Bible talks about anointing. Amen. And many people are not anointed. Many pastors are not anointed. In fact, they don't even want anointing. And there's anointing coming up in August. And people don't want to go. Because it's enough money, 
But it's anointing that brings money. <laughs> Are you with me? And people have associations and connections and interactions that don't push them in anything. And I realize that if, if, if some people, that if they were close to me, they would push them. There are some people who push them, they don't even like it. Yeah? And a lot of things depend on how, how from the, the viewpoint at which you're looking at things from. Once you have that, you are entrenched in your, in your, in your, your mindset. And, and you have to understand that the mindset, your mindset, my mindset, are always not what God wants us to think and to believe. You always have to uh, um, um, come from the position that I don't know anything and I don't know better. Travels. Huh? Especially people who don't ask for help. It's pride. It's not working, but you don't ask. It's pride. If you're too big, meanwhile, it's not working for you. So which one do you want? Big and not working or small and it's working? Which one is better? Ah. No, but many people don't like that. They like big and nothing. Eh, eh. Eh. And there's nothing. You get it. And so the Bible says that we should esteem what? Another. Or we should esteem, esteem other. Better than ourselves. In Matthew chapter 22, which is my foundation scripture for um, what I'm talking about tonight, which is what Jesus did for others. What Jesus did for others. So, we're looking at others. The Bible said that we should esteem other better than ourselves. And then, um, Jesus said, if you want to come after me, you should deny yourself, take up your cross. So, what did Jesus do for others? In Matthew chapter 22, verse 35. 35 of Matthew chapter 22. Scripture says, Then one of them, which was a lawyer, asked him a question, tempting him and saying, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? <laughs> uh, go back there. Which is the great commandment in the law? I don't know if you are seeing what I'm saying. Which is the great commandment in the law? What do you see here? Crapple? Two crapples. The guy is trying to find out from God. Alright? And he's trying to find out from God what should I focus on in life? What is the greatest commandment in the law? Which means that if I know the greatest commandment in the law, that is what I will spend my life doing. In other words, many people 
select things that are relevant to them or important to them and they live by that. Should I say it again? I should say it again. Come here, are you there? I'm saying that this guy, he, he had something in his head. Last ago, you, you, you know, he had something in his head. People always have something they focus on in life. But they will not change for anybody or anyone. Even when you get saved, even when you become appointed, even when you become anointed, you still have something personal to you that you want to achieve. And so, he came to look for validation. So this one, he didn't hide it. He came because he thought that what he was thinking about is the same thing that the master was thinking about. So he came to ask a question. He said, Master, which is the great commandment of the law? He means he knows about the law. But he's trying to select one that he thought was great and focus on it. You know, God will always surprise us. God will always say something different from what we expect him to say to us. God will always, if God is going to be involved in your life, he will always do things that are very different from what you think. And if you can't open your mind, you will not be able to walk with God because God's ways are not our ways. Neither his thoughts, our thoughts. As far as the east is from the west, so are his ways from our ways. So what I understand is very, very simple. Anything that blows your mind is what God is doing. Anything you can understand, God is doing inside. Anything you can understand, anything you can just make it out, oh, this is this, is not God. It cannot be God. You can't make out God. God is not so simple to just analyze and understand and just, oh yes, it's not like that. Because in something, you have to think very, very deep about things. And it's always going to be the opposite of what you think or you believe. So the guy came and he asked this nice question. And Jesus said in verse 37, he says, um, what? Jesus said to him, you should love the Lord thy God with all your heart. With all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. <laughs> is, is this commandment as great as we think is great? Oh. Hello? Inside. Anybody home? You're home? Okay, but you're not responding. <laughs> You're listening. Hey, I'm knocking from outside. <laughs> I'm asking, do you think if you were given the commandment and you were asked, what is the greatest of them? Will you choose this one? Thou shalt love the Lord your God with all your heart. Is that what is happening? That's not what is happening. We have selected what is good for us and that's what we are doing. But 
pastor, you become a pastor and you want to do the pastor work like how do you want to do the pastor work? And then when those of us who are overseers and watchers, when we come in to try and correct, you get next. These days, I should, I should find it very easy to remove and replace. Appoint and, 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 and remove. Yeah. Yeah, thank you very much. Oh, we have to we remove you from the platform, that's all. You're on your own. As long as you remove you from the platform, that's it. Communication, you are cut off. You are like in, uh, 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 what is it, Donetsk in Ukraine. No communication. All the bridges are bombed. Thou shalt love the Lord your God. The Lord your God. Do you really think that that is the greatest thing on your mind and on your heart? Tonight? Tomorrow? Next tomorrow? The Nigerian will say next tomorrow. It means the day after tomorrow. The Ghanaian will say the day after tomorrow. The Nigerian will say next tomorrow. But as a Nigerian, how are you? He said, but today is high clothes. It means that everything is okay. <laughs> you like that, right? Yeah. So when people say, like, you are Nigerian? The Bible says, we don't know Nigerian. <laughs> but today is high clothes. <laughs> yeah, clothes, yeah. It means that everything is together, everything is intact. But you know, they, no day outside court. You day inside court. <laughs> Think about it. It sounds very simple. It is very straightforward. But for us, the greatest command is not thou shalt love the Lord thy God. Can, can, you, can you type on your phone or write what is the greatest commandment to you? Please don't lie for yourself. I shall love my job better than my. <laughs> I shall love money. I shall love uh, what a husband. I must be looking for husband. It's the, it's the top agenda on my mind. Uh, write your greatest commandment as you sit down here. Call yourself a Christian. Just speak to your phone. Don't send it to me by room. Take your phone. Let's phone. I want to tell you what Bishop is saying. What is the greatest commandment on my mind? As I sit down here, I tell you, there's, I don't think that, that, I will not take it that there's anybody here who say the greatest thing for you is to love the Lord your God with all your heart. Is that sure? I, thou shalt love the Lord thy God. That's what Jesus' answer. <laughs> but it is high court. I shall love the Lord thy God with all your heart and your soul and all your mind. Really? It's the greatest one. Oh, I thought thou shalt not kill. At least I don't know you kill your wicked man. So that must be the greatest commandment. No, 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 no. He said, the greatest commandment is to love God. Is to love God. So if we are really 
doing the best thing that God expects of us, it will mean that we are loving God. Yeah. And God, if you typed, if you wrote down somewhere, God read it. And I'm sure he's telling Angel Gabriel, so he's right. It's not about me inside the things they've written. <laughs> As that, somebody is studying money for next week. There's something on your mind for this weekend. Something has come into your life. Your mind is on. As you're here, you're thinking about it even as I'm preaching. And you go not hearing anything I said. In fact, your body is here, but your mind is not here. Yeah. You came with your body, but your mind is not here. Yeah, your mind is outside. Trying to find a solution to your challenges and your problems. Love the Lord thy God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and the great commandment. Really? I see. Then he goes on to say, and the second, George, you check your alignment later on, right? This one. You see it? Oh, your eyes are good. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor. Hey. Hey, red range neighbor. Hey. No, 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 no. Jesus, you made a mistake. Red range neighbor? Who's been asking me for salt every day? Who is beast me when I ain't doing nothing? No. And the second is like unto it. It means the second is also very, very important. It's also great. He said, Thou shalt love another person, somebody else, than yourself. You see, it's, 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 we are not used to loving somebody else. We're used to loving ourselves. Everybody loves themselves. Oh, please. Who doesn't love themselves? We all love ourselves better than somebody else. Can you see your hand? Yeah. If you have to buy something for somebody you say you love, you will still not buy what you buy for yourself. <laughs> when it comes to you, you will not check the price. Yeah, you will not check the price. Yeah. yeah. There was a, a time where a married couple had some challenges. And the wife told me, she said, Bishop, I don't eat flour. When I eat flour, I get sick. And me and me, me, husband, we got nothing. We got no money. We got no food in the house. So, husband managed to get some little money. You know, 140 or 160 or something. So, when he coming home, he buy bread. He <laughs> said, Bishop, I've, I have not eaten for the day. And this man comes home in the afternoon from work. He brings tennis home. <laughs> when he knows I don't eat far. 
said, Bishop, so what is that? Yeah, sometimes some of you make our lives very difficult too. <laughs> you put us in trouble. Because you don't give us any room. There's no window to jump through. There's the what doors are locked. There's no window. Because what you have done, there's no answer. It's like you are so wrong. Oh, you have to say, oh, I beg you, please forgive him. Bacho, forgive. You can't say anything. Because the, the path you took. I said, Bishop, so what is that? It's tennis room. <laughs> it's tennis room. <laughs> a man will come home and eat the tennis room. Look at the girl's face and eat the tennis room. And she will sleep without eating anything. Yeah. It used to hurt the girl bad. So one day, I, 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 they had another problem. And, and, and it came to me. And when I went inside, the problem was that the girl says that he doesn't like sleeping. What? And somebody touching he, she. I said, hey. This one, there's no window to jump through. <laughs> How can two people who say they love themselves sleep on the bed and your, your skin should not touch my skin? Easy. But, you see, now I think it was a tennis rule. It, it was a ten, tennis rule was a problem. <laughs> I, I, I think it's a tennis rule. Because if you bring tennis roll and make me not eat anything on the, uh, the whole day, but, but when I sleep, she your skin touch me? No, your skin can't touch me. <laughs> There's flower in your skin. <laughs> I understand it now. There's flower in your skin. So, meanwhile, no uh, diffusion or osmosis of flower. Into my system. Two married, I mean, a couple. I tell you. One says, I can't sleep without fun. The other says, I, do, I don't like sleeping with fun. So the fun is on and you're on the bed. So, so what should happen? You see what? Just stick the fun. Stick it on one person. So then another one says, I like sleeping covering myself. One says, I also, I don't like covering myself. So, so when you cover yourself and I don't cover myself, there's like two strangers lying on the bed. <laughs> so then the, the guest says, it's better I go and sleep in the living room. So she started sleeping in the living room. So you sleep there, use your fan and cover yourself. I'll sleep in the living room without fun and not cover myself. Flower. Is it flower? <laughs> Is it in this room? Jesus said, you want to hear the greatest commandment? You want to hear what God is happy with when you do it? He says, love him and love another person. Ask yourself. It means that 
what you buy for yourself, you buy the same thing for somebody else. What you, that's why even the scripture says that do unto others what you want others to do unto you. What Jesus did for others. Jesus came, he didn't live for himself. He came to do a lot of things for other people. And that is what we are supposed to do. (laughs) Something as simple as the airwaves of a country. You don't even understand it. And when when I say the airwaves of a country, I'm talking about what goes on through the radio. What you hear on the radio affects you. And there is almost nothing spiritual on the radio in Guyana. If you go to a country like Ghana, you can leave the radio on for 24 hours. Preaching after preaching. Gospel music after gospel music. Educative programs upon educative programs. One of the programs I saw on TV many years ago in Ghana that has still, I mean, stayed with me is preaching competition. The safe church people doing preaching competition. Sean, I think it's something you write down. I think Isaiah will win. What do you think? Isaiah will win, isn't it? I support Isaiah. I don't know about Jeremiah, but I think I'll support Isaiah. You think Isaiah will win? I think so. How many support Isaiah? If you, do you know Isaiah? The prophet Isaiah. Hey. <laughs> Isaiah will win, right? Isaiah. So let us do, Shona should do a preaching competition. We do a preliminaries, a, 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 a group stages, and we go to knockout stages. They will do semi quarterfinals, semi finals, and they will do grand finals. Big poster. Preaching competition. What do you think? Yeah. For the safe church. Not you, because we really can't preach at all. So we don't want to invite you. It's for the safe church. <laughs> Shana, I hope you are writing it down. Thank you. Hey, I watched. The finals, it was the finals I saw. It was a guy as small and cute like Isaiah with his black suit and black tie, white shirt and big black shoe. And the Bible was bigger than his head. Big Bible. And then a young lady, a little, you know, a girl of about 12 years old, taller than the guy. They were the finalists. The guy was preaching in a local language and the girl was preaching in English. Hey! When a guy prays, you feel the anointing of God in the place. <laughs> I tell you, I've never seen a competition like that in my life. I saw it in Ghana on TV. Do you see something like that here? You're whining. <laughs> the jam zone. Whining. One upon the edge. One point the thing. One point the car tap. I remember this is from uh, 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 what? Safe church, my safe church days. Where them girls used to one point top. One point the edge. 
Broke it off. Off your back. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was impressed. I said, hey, that thing's in Ghana. Young people preaching. Can we do that at Safe Church? Young people church, YPC. Can we do a preaching competition? We choose, shall I choose a scripture? And then come and preach for five minutes. I said, we do uh, preliminaries. We do group stages. So, everybody. Then we go to knockout stages. So, knockout stages means that you can be knocked out by your opponent. So, this person preaches against that person. So, who, who is better knocks the one who is not better out? And then, you go out until two people meet each other in the final. They'll say, who is better? We'll come. We'll come and watch you cry. Come and watch. Yeah, we'll be here. We'll sit down and hear preaching. <laughs> I'm telling you, I can see the thing happening right on stage. Oh. Yeah. Let's teach them how to preach from that age. I was, I was amazed. I was surprised. It's something that even when you talk about it, you will not understand. You will not understand. It's beautiful. Jesus said, the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Huh. One of the people we can easily get into a lot of trouble with is our neighbors. Like our neighbor here who plays music Sunday, they play music. I don't know what wedding or whatever it is. Play music. Ah. Hody. I mean, you don't think about anybody. I mean, this music I'm playing, fine. I'm, I'm happy. I'm having a wedding, whatever. But am I disturbing somebody? Let's start telling them. Play music. Ah, the one with the cockroach speakers across the room. You play in the morning. It's like, when we close, it's like he, he's welcoming us from the cathedral. And like he's getting tired. Then somebody just a little away. Boom, boom, boom. And the speakers are facing this way. They don't care. I wonder what they will say if we walk there and say, Charlie, can you lower your music a bit? There are others also. Can, can, can you think of others? Can you be mindful of others? And Jesus is trying to tell us about, about other people, others. Can you, even the person who sits next to you, because I know some people, you have permanent, um, and what? Neighbors in the church. They sit right next to you. They have a what? A four by four? Four by four piece of land. You also have a four by four piece of land. You have a fence. Some of you don't have fence. It's a fenceless scheme. <laughs> fenceless scheme. So, you know, I don't like those things at all. It's too open. People live and there's no fence. American style kind of gated communities. So you are all you all have one common fence. And when you enter the compound, there's no fence. So when I come out, everybody watching me. Hey, you see, you see, you're four by four, three by three. Your house lot. Uh, your neighbors are not home tonight. <laughs> you can break into your house and see. Oh, <laughs> uh-huh. your neighbor is at home. <laughs> How often do you say hello to the one behind you? It's not terrific. It's fantastic. 
So Jesus was trying to tell the gentleman here, he says that one of the things that you have to do that will please God is to have a certain strong affection for another person who is not connected to you in any way. is just your neighbor. Your neighbor means other. One of the things Jesus came to do, or Jesus did for others, is that Jesus thought, he thought about others. He thought about others. Now, if you look at the meaning of um, thought or to think about somebody, the dictionary says that it is to direct one's mind towards someone. To direct one's mind towards someone. The reason why we don't do anything for anybody is because we don't think about them. You don't think about them. We don't think about people. We don't think about anybody. If you think about somebody, you do something for them. Is that not so? When you don't think about somebody, you won't do anything. Even if somebody prompts you, that, oh, Charlie, this guy, oh, okay, oh, no, no problem. That's it. It's finished. They'll have to remind you again another time. And let's say, oh, but we were talking about, oh, Charlie, I, I, I forgot to. Because the best thing is not somebody you think about. And Jesus came to try and, and help us out of that, if you want to call it, the lack of fulfillment in always thinking about yourself and yourself only. There's nothing you think about yourself only. Everything around, I mean, should be centered on you. That you're the most important person on earth and in life. And then with or without you, nothing can move on. It's, it's one of the most, most useless, useless things in life to think about yourself. That's why Jesus, it, it is so close. The, the, the second commandment that he says, that it is just as the first commandment. It is, it is like God. Because if you look at it, the first commandment is about God. And then the second, he says, it's just like God. If, if you look at somebody else, you're actually looking at God. That's, that's technically what Jesus is saying. Because you can, easily, you can easily meet God or meet an angel in somebody. You can easily meet an angel in somebody. There's a story that I had many years ago of um, somebody who had a dream. And then Jesus appeared to the person and said, I'll come and visit you physically in your house tomorrow at 6 o'clock in the evening. Wow. The person woke up in the morning, went to the shop, went to buy all the things that he has never had in the house before, including a fresh cup, a fresh plate, a fresh spoon, everything fresh that Jesus will use. Hey, if Jesus is coming to visit you at 6 p.m., what will you do? You will not find a cup that Jesus will bring for? 
He said, I'm coming to visit you in your house at 6 o'clock. I'm coming, prepare for me. I tell you, you buy all the, the juice that he will drink. You could say, you think Jesus will eat yogurt? Should I buy yogurt? You think Jesus will like yogurt? Well, let me just buy one or two and see. Then you buy what? You buy water. Because you can say, Jesus, uh, you, you want to drink pipe? Can I open the pipe? You will not do that. Even if that's what you drink. At least you buy one small crystal clear or, or, or pure life or whatever and put it somewhere. Then you will cook. What are you cooking? What will Jesus eat? If Jesus was to come to your house, what do you think he would eat? Anybody? What? Curry? <laughs> Jesus will eat curry? Why? Why not? Maybe curry is his favorite. And what else? Bread, tennis roll, <laughs> bread and fish. Because Jesus, you 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 bless two fishes and five loaves. So I did not think about when I talk about charming. I said, no, nah. Jesus don't like charming. He will like fishes and will like bread or manna. He will like manna. Let me find some coriander seed and make manna out of it. Some what? Some wine. Huh? Which one? So which one will you buy? If you just say, if Jesus, so which one will you buy? Banco? Why not? <laughs> banco. You go to banks and say, please, give me one banco. <laughs> and when Jesus comes, you realize he, he doesn't drink banco at all. So this individual prepared for Jesus. About 5.30 in the afternoon, somebody knocked the door. It was a homeless guy asking for something to eat, something to drink. Oh. <laughs> he slammed the door. Because when the homeless guy knocked on the door, it was a Jesus is half an hour early. But the Bible says he, he has a time. God is a time. So if he says, says he can't come at the anxious. Open the door. Homeless guy. Slam. Then he knocks again. So ah, open some. Please for something to eat. I'm hungry. Ah. Something to drink. After a few times, the homeless guy gave up and he left. Six o'clock, six five, six ten, six fifteen, six twenty, six thirty. No Jesus. So then, and if that was very disappointed, couldn't sleep, I fell into a doze in the middle of the night, and Jesus appeared to the person again. His face was very sad. And if you ask, Jesus, why? I was waiting for you. You told me six o'clock. I know you don't lie. But you didn't come. Jesus, I didn't come. I came at 5.30. 
You slammed the door right in front of my face. He said, what? Jesus, are you sure this was the address you came to? He said, I asked you for water. You slammed the door in front of me. He said, ah, Jesus, are you sure? He said, yes. I was a homeless guy who came. All the cup, all the uh, what? All the bread and fish, all the bunker wine, <laughs> all the things that it went, it, 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 it spoiled. Because the individual could not see anything in somebody else that they don't value or appreciate. And that is how Christians will live our lives. We don't appreciate, we don't think about other people. I don't think about other people. Think about ourselves. It's another person. Well, that, that is how come churches don't even grow. Because if somebody doesn't make it to church, nobody will, will, will care. You can actually get lost. <laughs> you can actually get lost. I think Proverbs uh, spoke about this case where somebody left the church, joined our church. Four years later, he met the, the, the pastor of, the, of his previous church or former church in town. And the pastor said, hey, how are you? I didn't see you last week. The guy had left the church four years prior to meeting the pastor. He said, hey, I didn't see you last week. Last week? The guy has been absent for four years. Over 200 weeks, he has been missing. Yeah, see, I didn't see you last week. People don't care about people. People don't think about people. Jesus came so that we will think about somebody. Who think about somebody else. Hallelujah. Yeah, Philippians chapter 2, verse 4. Look not every man on his own things. You know, even some people, they don't like people, they don't like people to touch their things, isn't it? That's why it's good to go to boarding school. Which many generations here don't even understand. It's good to go to boarding school. You go to boarding school, you bath together. You eat together. You learn together. You do good and bad things together. Boarding school is beautiful. Boarding school, you wear my shoe, I wear your shoe. You wear my socks, I wear your socks. You eat my food, I eat your food. You know, sometimes in boarding school, you have a friend whose parents will frequent the school. Every weekend, they send something. And you, your parents, they come once every month. So this, if, if you happen to have a, a friend like that, Charlie, that's, that's, that's paradise. Every weekend, there's some driver who brings some nice food. And you are the friend. And that food, when the driver comes, you have to go behind some building and eat. You don't want any senior to see. No fit former to see that you are first former. You are eating nice jollof rice. Hey, no. You, it, you only, it's a smell you eat. You only need, that will be the only thing you will have. 
They will take the food and eat the food right in front of you. <laughs> you cry, ah, nobody will come and save you. <laughs> but it's good. Let not every man, look not every man on his own things. You wear shirts together, you wear pants. Once the, your pants size is my size, Charlie, if mine is dirty, I just put on yours. Your shoe. My friend, one of my best friends in school, A-level, his mother um, is in London. I'm sure she's still there. She used to send him these nice English uh, short sleeve blue shirts. Because six from wear brown pants and then blue shirt, plain blue. My sisters also used to send me nice blue shirt from Amsterdam. In Amsterdam, skip all bags. And I, you, you take the bag to school. It's a, it's a plastic bag, but you take it to school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You show. Skip all bag. You see, skip all. Amsterdam airport, skip all. It goes everywhere with you. You want people to know that you've been to skip all before. <laughs> Even border, you've never been to border before. We're going to skip all bag. Yeah. It was very yellow. It was yellow. Amsterdam airport shopping center. Yellow bag, strong one. Hey. It goes everywhere with you. You put your clothes inside. You put your books inside. Everywhere. You dress up. You have the bag with you. Oh, it matches with your dressing. Hey. I mean, no matter how it looks, once you see Amsterdam on it, yeah. It's not black bag that when they give you black bag, you don't see anything. No, this one is Amsterdam Airport. It came to a point even in Ghana, Rafael, I don't know if you remember. Those bags were sold in Ghana. Can you believe it? These rubber bags. Just like gift bags. Gift bags. We had the, the black bag one, have a nice day. So that, that kind of bag, the supermarket and market they give you. In Ghana, we used to sell these nicer ones. You know how they used to get it? People, <laughs> people go to shops because they are free. So if I go to, let's say, Bounty, and I do shopping, and I pack bags, and I, I take out my pack, I, I, I put it in my shopping bag. Then I go and put it in a barrel. Over six months, I get about eight barrels of rubber bag and ship it to Ghana. It is somebody's business to sit down from the morning to the evening selling these rubber bags. What are you talking about? Because nobody wants to carry a black bag. It's so ugly. Everyone wants to carry a bag that has something on it. Nike. What? If you have a Nike rubber bag? When you're traveling, that's what you travel with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No suitcase. Nike rubber bag. (laughs) Because because you know Nike? You know Adidas? You know Puma? Hey, you know... Man. You know that's what I'm talking about. (laughs) And so in school, it was like that. So my friend would wear my things, and I also wear his things. We used to wear the same shirts. Wear my things and shoes. Wear my shoe, I wear his shoe. You know, sometimes if it's an important function, then if his shirt is nice, I say, Charlie, let me wear your shirt. Because I'll be sitting on the front row somewhere, so I have to look good. So I wear my, his shirt, and then he would take my shirt. Or I wear, he wears one, and I wear one. We eat together. We bath together. 
You all take your sponge and your soap with your towel around you, with your thing swinging. We all go to the bathroom. Put our towels there. Then we'll be bathing. We're talking. Yeah, Charlie, Charlie. Charlie, the exams was easy. Bathing. Things moving around. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We dry ourselves. There you go. It's only book talk we didn't use to share. I think book talk, some people were sharing the book talk. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. The mind of not thinking about himself. Jesus talked about others. Bible says that verse 6, verse 6, verse 6, he says that Jesus let his mind be the religious to Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men and being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Why did Jesus do this? Because he thought about us. Jesus was brought low. Sometimes it's difficult to feel low when somebody's dealing with you or somebody's talking to you. You feel stupid. That's how we fight. We fight because when somebody says something to you, you feel that they are, they, are, they are saying something to you that you don't like. It's not right. You can't tell me that. But you feel better than me. You feel bigger than me. That, that is where a lot of fights, a lot of arguments, a lot of corruption, a lot of tension arises in relationships. Because we always feel that this thing can happen to me. But the Bible says, Jesus did not think it robbery to be equal with God. But he left whatever he was and he came down just so that he would die for us. Man's ego and man's self is a major enemy. We will not talk because you feel I did something to you that you don't like. So will not talk. Sometimes you don't even know that the person is not talking to you. <laughs> but they have you in their head big time. The you. You. But you see, you just move on going on about her until one day you meet the person face to face and then you get a reaction and say, hmm, something wrong. Mr. Karen, the way she passed me straight like I, I did you. You did she something? Six years ago you did she something. <laughs> Yeah, it, 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 Jesus thought so much about others that it was nothing for him to become a servant because of thinking about somebody, because of thinking about you, because of thinking about me. He became a servant. Can we do that? Can we do that? Can we do that? Can we put ourselves somewhere and then let somebody else shine and bright? No, 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 we, don't, we can't do that. No, no, no. It's like, you stupid. It's like, you stupid. Like, you don't have no purpose. Like, you don't know nothing. We also want to shine. In fact, it will become a competition. 
will become a fight. You shine and shine. Or you shine and shine two times. But for you to rise and I go down? No, 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 no. What do you mean by that? No, no, no. I'm not stupid. We feel so useless when, when we have to give in to somebody or to another person. We feel so, we feel so offended and affected. <laughs> yeah. You feel that? Jesus didn't. That's, Jesus had his mind constantly on us to the point that he went to die with his mind on us. Jesus didn't have to die for us. Because you can see that even though he died for us, look at how we are behaving. So he didn't have to do it. He didn't have to do it. But he went that low to that point of death because his mind was upon you. Can we have our minds on somebody else? You see how we can sit in a bus and we don't think about anybody. We sit in a car and even the person who's driving, you don't, you don't think about him, whether he's going to kill you or not. You don't even think about him. I pray that we'll become mindful of others. And when you meet other people, your first question is, are you saved? I'm wondering whether you are saved. I'm wondering. Will you go to heaven? I'm wondering, are you, are you a Christian? Are you, do you know God? Uh, that, you let your mind, if you don't think about others, you don't do anything for others. My time is up. Stand to your feet, please. Father in heaven, thank you so much for tonight. That you were speaking to us. I believe we are never the same again. Jesus did so many things for others. His mind was on others. He helped people. Jesus came to the earth and he helped many people. His purpose was to help us by dying on the cross. How unselfish, how selfless. That I pray that we will walk in the steps of Jesus, that the mind which was in Christ Jesus will be in us. We will be sacrificial. We will do things for others. We will think about them and care for them. Thank you for speaking to us tonight. In Jesus' name. We believe you have been blessed by the powerful teaching of God's word. For booking and more information on the ministry of Bishop Collins, please call us on 592-225-6760 or email us at shepherdhousegy at gmail.com. You can also log on to www.shepherdhouseinternational.org. God richly bless you.